Progress is part of Audi's DNA, and as a brand, they're leading the way in premium electric mobility with their fully electric Audi e-tron range. Thank you so much to Audi for sponsoring this podcast. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator that we've created together to help you reach your savings goals. It's at thecurve.co.nz. Hi, and welcome to The Curve Weekly, the podcast that keeps you up to date with all the money, business, and stock market tea. I knew exactly what I needed to do, but it would take money to get there. Show me the money. Show me the money! For the record, feminism, by definition, is the belief that men and women should have equal rights and opportunities. Everyone should experience first class at least once in their lives, and Annie shouldn't miss out just because she can't afford it. Help me, I'm poor. What would be the first thing you would buy? Like if first I had heaps of money. Thing if you had heaps of money. Someone asked me this recently and honestly I thought I just want someone to book flights for me if I'm ever going anywhere or pack my bag because I always fuck up my flights and fuck up what I pack when I go anywhere. I like I for you, babe. No, seriously, like I went to Great Barrier this weekend and what I took was just so stupid. Kind of like I was going to the Bahamas. I had all summery shit. Like when you went to Fiji and you packed hoodies and jeans? Exactly. <laughs> I took a suit. I took big, chunky boots on the plane. A I, suit to the barrier. Uh, no, no, sorry. No, that was oh, to Fiji. <laughs> Equally bad. Um, what would you do? Oh, gosh. Probably a chef. A chef? Imagine. Imagine a chef, a personal chef. Yeah. Because definitely for you, efficiency is key. Like, yeah, yeah. You like eating well. Cleaner, gardener, chef. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly for efficiency, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Everything's about efficiency. For you, everything, you're quite... Your mentality oh, yeah, is yeah. quite like masculine. Yes. Like, I've been told that Hi, before. we've got to get this done now. And I'm like, ah. My emails. Hi, please see below. Thanks, Vic. Not even Not thanks. even please. <laughs> <laughs> see below, Vic. And I'm like, Vic, that's not, put some fluff in there. Yeah, I know. But I don't have time to write fluff. And so I feel like the person reading it doesn't have time. You just skim through that shit, you know. Anyway. Righto. Now, I hear there's been some scandal in the market. It's been a bit of a fiasco. And when I say I hear... I didn't see this in the news. I got a text message from Victoria. Being like, the market's falling to pieces. No, they're not. Um, but I was yeah. actually genuinely a bit scared when you sent me that text. I thought, shit. I think because someone the night before had given me a big chat about how the world is ending global warming. And then when you said the bank, oh, oh you sorry. You the cat out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bank. <laughs> I thought, shit, I actually, the world is feeling scary at the moment. Yeah. I, I emailed so and I was like, hey, babe, there's been a bit that's gone on in, in the markets um, over the last, you know, 48 hours. Um, and I didn't want to say the word banks because I knew it should be like, oh, who cares? <laughs> Honestly. Like, say the word banks and it like cures insomnia for it. Just, <laughs> And so I tried to make the email sound really like, and we can teach them this, and we can talk about this. And like, I thought you'd just shut it, shut it down like straight away, but no, I'm no. Quite, I was quite. This is quite interesting, and this is. It's funny when I go to work sometimes, and stuffs happened, and you're trying to figure out: is it going to be a big deal? Is it not? Like when COVID was happening, it was like pins down everyone. Like, what the hell is going on? And it's it's quite like. It's quite a buzz, you know, like the geek in me, you know, loves that. Like this, you, you, never know what, you, you never know what you're going to wake up to. And that, that's kind of like good and bad. But oh, it's so like, exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we actually had a few DMs as well asking us to. Are you making that up? Do it. No, I, I've got proof. <laughs> no, I believe you. I just can't find them right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is good. I love that people message mm. to say uh oh, i've seen this can you explain it because if i'd seen a headline yeah i also sometimes don't know what 
what is an actual headline that's true and what's not anymore. You know yeah. how you're like, don't believe the headlines. So mm. when I see this, I'd probably be like, eh. It's just someone trying to stir a bit of shit. But actually, no, this is a serious thing. Yeah, this was serious. So this came out on Friday and the bank that we're talking about is, it's called SVB and it stands for Silicon Valley Bank. So it is a bank that funds over half the US kind of tech VCs. So all these young tech companies, well, half of them, half of, half of the companies in the US bank with SVB. Um, it's based in Silicon Valley where there's lots of tech companies, right around. Um, and it's the 16th largest bank in the US, which kind of sounds quite low, but you know, the US is a massive place. Anyway, so it was announced on Friday. So this is Saturday morning, our time in New Zealand, that financial regulators, you know, so the, the bank had effectively failed and this is, it had collapsed. And I'll get to, I can see that you're like, how, why, yeah, what? Yeah. If- no, I'm going to get to there. <laughs> There's a lot of information, so I'm going to try and take it kind of step by step. But so this is the biggest US bank failure since the global financial crisis. So trying to put that, you know, kind of trying to put it in perspective. So it is, it is massive. Um, and it's the second largest bank collapse ever. In the history, in the history of, of of ever, yeah. So even though it's the sixteenth largest bank, it's it's a big deal, and it's because of who it funds, and it funds these tech companies. Oh anyway, if we just take a step back and we kind of think about, you know, what does a bank do? Holds people's money. Yeah. So it takes your money, and you deposit your money in the bank, but it doesn't just keep it in the bank. It then takes that money and it lends it out to other people that need to borrow money. So it's this constant balance of money coming in and money going out and you know not taking too much risk with with your money that you've deposited because you might need that one day and I don't know when you're going to need it and so it's this constant risk management around you know investing in some low risk things to ensure that but you know to ensure that you can still get your money out when you need it. Is that why um it's quite hard to get loans from the bank because you have to prove X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And because they have to make sure that someone's not going to default or they're, they're risk managing because they're giving out essentially someone else's money yeah. to that loan. And the thing with this bank is it's focused on tech startups. So, you know, there's a few questions like, well, why is it focused on them? It was like, well, because a lot of other traditional banks won't take the risk of having them as customers. So this bank's gone, hey, we'll take your money, give it to us. Um, and that's obviously led to a lot of risk that's been taken. And now it's kind of blown up. So wouldn't it be better for that risk to be spread across lots of different banks rather than just one bank taking the hit? Yeah, exactly. And so with these kind of tech companies, investors invest in them and then that money gets deposited into these banks. Um, and then what we've seen lately is that there's those deposits have kind of dried up. So, you know, the market's pretty uncertain at the moment and we had an amazing time in 2021 when the market's doing really great and there was lots of money around and there was funding. And so all these uh, tech companies were depositing money into the bank. And now that's kind of dried up. We've had, you know, record low IPOs. Explain IPOs. Initial public offerings. So companies raising money from financial markets because markets are uncertain at the moment. So there's been, the, the, the deposits are dried up. So this bank's sitting there going, shit, we've just lent out all this money and invested in other things. And now deposits have dried up. And so that, that, that balance has kind of come undone effectively in the most simple terms. On Friday, there was this i'd just like to stop you there and say you're doing a very good job of explaining that <laughs> okay good good really i'm following yeah so um 
effectively what happened they didn't have enough money well the word got out that they was the bank was starting to struggle and the last thing any bank wants is to have a run on the banks which means people literally running to the bank to get money out and even if the most well capitalized and i mean by you know the, they're balancing their risk well even if the most well capitalized bank had a run on the bank like if we all went running to anz everyone's like oh my god anz's in trouble i've got you know i've got hundreds of thousand dollars in there or tens of thousand dollars i'm going to run to the bank imagine that a million people running to the bank to get money out like the banks just can't manage that balance so you would never be able to pay out regardless of exactly. how clever the bank had been and so what's happened with svb is that um how would the word even get out though that oh uh, it's you i mean if you're in silicon valley and you're in the tech space you know and if your money's in there you're pretty across what's going on in terms of and how financially secure your bank is um but yeah, so they, it started this run on the banks, which was never, never good news, and that caused a lot of people to freak out and go and withdraw heaps of money. And some people, some some companies would have got all their money out. A lot of companies didn't, um, and they put a hold on you know any any funds being withdrawn. Um, now you can get insurance for up to two hundred thousand dollars. That's nothing That's, though. Imagine if you had five, ten million. So one company, Roku, which is a tech company that does all the kind of uh, technology behind video streaming, mm-hmm. it's like eight- Twitch stuff. I don't know what that is. It's like Twitch is like an online streaming kind Maybe. of like they you watch gamers play online. Uh, okay, I think I don't know, but they do all the technology behind this video streaming. They had four hundred and eighty million dollars with SVB, and they can only get two hundred thousand dollars. Four hundred eighty. Yeah. So they're the largest. So if you think if we just put and so there's been questions around like oh my god is this going to be the start of you know, a massive event that's going to, you know, really cripple the financial system in the US and everyone's thinking like, okay, well, what are the impacts? And even at, um, at work, we had companies um, announcing, you know, look, we don't have any exposure to SVB or we do, we've got about $6 million there, we're trying to get it out. Like companies like Zero, for example, you know, a very well-known Australian, New Zealand company, it's got operations in the US, it banks with SVB. So it's kind of all these flow-on effects. So it's not just like centralized to America. It's no, actually no, an no. And they've got UK subsidiaries. They've got a Chinese subsidiary, like a, you know, an arm of their business in different countries. Um, but if you just think about, you know, when, when you're trying to think about what the flow-on effects are, if you're sitting there thinking, okay, if I was running a business and I had all my money in this bank and then I woke up on Saturday morning and couldn't get any money out, I can't pay my staff, I can't access any of that money, you know, that that's my business kind of gone unless something something happens where that money where I can get that money out. You know, because you're reliant on that money. And tech companies, they don't have they don't generate a lot of cash. You know, these are startups, these are early stage companies which have um, invested know, their money more into building their they're products. Burning, they're burning cash quite quickly, going through it quite quickly. You know, they're, they're trying to grow fast. And so they don't have, you know, money coming in the door. They're not a Microsoft. They've got they're shit not a Microsoft. On the yeah, the big tech sheet. companies will be fine. They've been established. They've got, they're, they're profitable. And so they can pay, you know, yes, they might lose millions of dollars, which is terrible. But yeah, it's just a case of that these are smaller tech companies that need that cash. And so... But what about the yeah. insurance side of things? So, so insurance, you get up to $250,000 or $200,000 US. Um, but then after that... It's For how long? Of, ever? Yeah. So it's Why a, would you ever put all that money in a bank then? So it's about 90% of all deposits in SVB are at risk. But 
good news, literally on the way to record this podcast, the US government came out and said we will cover all deposits. Um, how would they so, even have enough money to I know. do that? Because how so, much do you know how much was in there? So two hundred billion dollars. Yeah. So I say 16th largest bank and I'm, you could see your eyes. You're like, oh, that's tiny. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that is massive. That's how that's much? Crazy. 200 billion. Yeah. So the US government can pay that much just. Yes. But then that's the foreign effect. Okay. Well, where did they get their money? They and then what their... if another bank? That happens to another bank. Exactly. So this is the thing that everyone was kind of, I mean, arguing about over the weekend is like, well, if the, if the government comes in and saves this bank, well, then all the other banks can take heaps of risk because they know they're going to get saved they're gonna get bailed out so it doesn't set a good precedent but at the same time what's the alternative the government's sitting there going shit this could really have flow-on effects and ripple effects to the whole tech sector and so they kind of got this this balance in place that they are trying to juggle in terms of the impact and you know what should we do so thankfully the government has bailed out because a lot of companies um and i yeah i know a few people in the u.s who have tech companies and they haven't been able to access money and gosh i can't even imagine how scary <laughs> that would be and how do you feel about the fact that they're, i mean obviously you're happy because especially because you know people who have companies that are affected blah 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 but like yeah. from an economic standpoint do you think it was the best thing i i what frustrates me with this is that um is that companies taking too much risk when the times are really good it's kind of like the bank for startups and so they're like you know what everything's great in startup land let's take a bit of risk or like a bank of crypto you know everything's great in crypto let's take heaps of risk and then cryptocurrency prices fall substantially you know like it's this kind of it frustrates me when companies take too much risk when times are good and then when times turn quickly and don't you know aren't as good then it's everyone else who pays and then they get bailed out so it's, it's kind of you know this will happen again you know there will be another time whether it's next year next 10 years next 20 years like this will happen again you kind of where does the government get that much money from so then they effectively have to take debt to pay for that from where though so then they a bank increase, yeah so <laughs> effectively they, they will then to get there to you know shore up their deposits they just get it from increased taxes or so eventually we all pay for it so that's what frustrates me is that you know they've got these big companies taking all this risk and then we end up paying but do you for think it it's well. the company's fault or is this the bank's fault Sorry, the the company is an SVB, so the oh, bank the bank's okay. fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's people's jobs there is to manage that balance. And the thing also is that they um, they paid out bonuses hours to SVB staff hours before the regulator seized the company. So shit like that. I'm like, come on, like you don't have any moral compass you know it's kind oh of God, yeah they gave their staff yeah. bonuses when there's companies they know they're not going to be able to pay exactly that, that yeah. is yeah. so shady so they would they probably know that the writing's on the wall and they're like shit um yeah so it's kind of like yeah <sighs> anyway but so she is an svp have fallen off a cliff as you'd imagine b SVP. svb I'm pretty sure it's in P. <laughs> um, SVB have fallen. They fell about 60%. And actually ETFs, so there's a lot of bank ETFs, they're, they've fallen a lot as well. If so. you're listening to this and you don't know what an ETF Sorry. is, we've got lots of um, earlier episodes that explain what ETFs are. Mm. But they're basically just a big bundle of a whole lot of companies. So, yeah, you get maybe like 
a little tiny slice of pizza from 100, 200, 300 companies rather than just buying one company. But if that makes no sense, go back to some of our early episodes. You know when you, you, I know like when we talk about cash, you would say, example, having cash under the mattress. And I was like, Mm. lol, no one has their cash (laughs) under a mattress, Vic. Now would be a great time to have your cash under the mattress. (laughs) Because I was about to say, I was like, do we get all our money out of the banks and just hide it somewhere? Mm. Because imagine if a bank collapsed and you didn't have any access to that, and you kind of just don't have any, like, it's quite strange to think you rely so heavily on the system that you think is so secure. And then mm. when something like this happens, it actually makes you question whether or not you should even have your money with a bank. Exactly. And that's, I think, a big one of the big learning curves and kind of learning experiences from this will be, there'll be a lot of those tech companies going, gosh, we really need to spread where we keep our money. Yeah. So on that then, does that mean that you'd be clever to put some of your money in one bank and some of your money in another, like just so that you're spreading your own personal risk if you have a lot? Yeah, well, I think it comes back to with anything, you should spread your risk. You know, if you've got, and I say this, I'm sitting here going, oh dear gosh, I've got my house, my savings, my, I'm like, with one bank. I'm like, but you know, you should, no, I don't actually, sorry. Because I was going to say, I think yeah, you've got two so different banks. I ha- but but until like recently, I had everything with one bank. And so. It's making me think I want to diversify where my savings are, even though it's hardly any. But the good thing with. Oh, you- actually, I don't need to do that now. I've got literally no money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I would, if the bank collapsed, it'd be great because I you get insurance i've got my mortgage with the oh. Bank, so like, oh gosh my mortgage is gone all oh, that no that's not, that's, <laughs> that, that, that doesn't work like that at all that would be great no sorry i do not wish the bank to, to no but no another question we got asked is like well could this happen in new zealand or australia you know with the banks here and i mean you never say never there's always risk you are literally giving you're lending your money to a bank when you deposit you know, you are lending your money to a bank to go and do with it what it, what it I wishes. I kind of didn't think. I always thought I just put my money in. It's just in this big, giant, like, like vault. Harry Potter vault, <laughs> you know, which they go down and open up and they're all your and jewels. He, and here's Sophie Hallwright's cash. <laughs> oh, now she wants some out. And now she wants some <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could it happen to Australia and New Zealand banks? I mean, it could. But the thing is that we have such high requirements here in terms of that balance mm. and having that amount of what we call capital requirement in the middle or liquidity requirement so the likelihood is is far far lower but this is one pretty risky bank and you know when you're when you're dealing with startup and tech companies and you know they're they're very risky a lot of early stage tech companies don't even survive so yeah they are taking a lot of risk but so god okay do you know what having yeah. this conversation has made me realize it's not as scary as i originally thought mm. when you said one of the biggest banks has collapsed and i was like oh gosh oh my god this <laughs> hasn't happened since the last you know global financial crisis Maybe. i was like there's blood on the streets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we calm down please but it makes me feel better knowing it's a really risky bank yeah and why it happened rather than just seeing the headline and being like oh the world's ending yeah yeah and it is it is good to understand you know to kind of take a step back and go well, what do banks actually do and actually remember there is risk with keeping your money in the bank um, put it under the mattress yeah. kids. <laughs> Um, but also I think this is a really good reminder to diversify, you know, whether it's, you know, your investments, your income, anything, cause you never know what's going to happen. No yeah. one would have expected to wake up and, you know, in, in, if you were running a tech company, you would not expect to wake up and be like, oh my gosh, the money, I, the, the company that I bank with 
I can't get my money out. You know, you never would have thought no. that. So it's a really, really good reminder to, you know, diversify, diversify, diversify. Um, and it's also, there's been talks of, um, and you, you've got to be quick around here, you know, uh, <laughs> is that, you know, is this a good buying opportunity for all the other banks that are really, really solid and, you know, not huge risk takers like this bank that have been caught up in this whole, like, drama Oh, because as in so their share prices have Their share prices down. have fallen and because everyone's like, oh my God, the world's ending. And it's like, okay. And then once, and this mm. always happens with with the stock market. Everyone freaks out and then slowly people start reading, doing their research, all that kind of stuff. And they go, well, it's not actually as bad as I thought. <laughs> and then the people that actually- Understand what happened. Or or kind of take a more level-headed approach or keep investing because they were dollar cost averaging will get those you're throwing out a lot of fucking acronyms here and a lot of people are not going to know what you're talking about so dollar cost averaging is like auto investing when you just keep investing no matter what happens in the market so there's also an episode on that yes we need to start numbering our episodes so that we can be like number seven go back and listen in fact maybe i'll do that this week um but sorry both the s&p 500 and the nasdaq so the top 500 companies in the u.s stock market and the nasdaq which is the more growth index we're down four percent so if you'd kept investing over this past week you would have got um prices that are a lot better than the previous week so you know there is some pluses and minuses so the whole stock market was affected by it's not just banks not just prices. yeah okay no the banks they fell the most that they'd fallen since june 2020 so last three years so that's Quite a lot. yeah but yeah that does bring down the whole because there's a lot of banks in the s&p 500 you've got oh, jp morgan bank of america merrill lynch so all those kind of um <laughs> are you speaking english <laughs> i'm like who are these people I goldman heard... sachs you know like those big big banks yeah. UBS, all the, yeah you said merrill and i was like merrill street merrill street no <laughs> close um okay yeah. wow so big week yes big, big curve week. weekly big, yeah this yeah. is a slightly longer episode than normal so sorry if you've just tuned in you know like i thought these were 10 minute yeah. episodes <laughs> no yes. quite good to get a full explanation though yeah and we'll see this probably continue in the headlines so now hopefully you'll kind of know what's going on or if you see any memes on instagram saw a few of those have a lol because yeah. you get it it was like the life of a tech oh my God, startup this is a finance <laughs> joke i can just feel it now i'll repost it and <laughs> what was don't. It? no it was like the life of a tech startup and it was like 2020 yeah pandemic hit me with the fucking pandemic and then it was like 2021 i can't remember something else yeah, it was like 2022, cool, now I've got to pay my engineers like 10% more because of inflation, you know, it's like, and then 2023, cool, now I can get my money out. Like, it's like, was that the big <laughs> time? <laughs> we'll no, but there. you know, it's like they've just been hit and hit and hit. Anyway. <laughs> okay, and God, and I do not turn, I've got a joke. Should we end on a good joke? Okay, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Why was the mushroom invited to the party? You can't steal <laughs> my joke. This is my one only good joke because he's a fun guy. Okay, you know, I can steal that. And why was he asked to leave the party? Because there wasn't mushroom. <laughs> We're really excited to have partnered with Audi to bring you The Curve Weekly, a podcast that encourages women to work towards driving a more progressive future. And if you haven't already, check out our savings calculator at thecurve.co.nz to help you reach your savings goals.